Bangarang Radio, Bangarang Radio, BangarangRadio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go, I'll Bangarang on the radio, so turn it up, I'm telling you, I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya, hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, what's up? Hope you're doing well today. I'm so glad that we could spend a little bit of time together. Uh, Before we get to today's episode, I want to give you a heads up about a brand new Spotify playlist that I made. Now, I know I already have the playlist where it's uh, 10 songs and uh, those 10 songs change every month, but I wanted to go ahead and I wanted to do another playlist where it's literally just all the songs that have been played on the podcast. So uh, this is on Spotify. If you search as heard on Pop Punk and Pizza podcast, you're going to find this brand new playlist. And I don't have every single song on the playlist yet that has been played on the podcast. But uh, if you give me some time, I promise that your song, if it was played on the podcast, will be up there shortly. So uh, give it a give it a spin as heard on Pop Punk and Pizza podcast, a brand new playlist on Spotify. I hope you dig it. So <laughs> today's episode is is a first for me um, in many ways. Well, it's the first time that I got to talk to Jason Lancaster, which was awesome, best known for Go Radio and uh, Mayday Parade. He's no longer in Mayday Parade, but most everyone knows about his stint in the band. But uh, so there's that first, but then the next first is interviewing someone while they're waiting in line for a computer at Best Buy. Because that's where Jason was. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it was kind of funny. But uh, he, t- he tells the story behind why he's in line for a computer and all that stuff. He had a uh, unfortunate episode with his laptop. So he'll that, that's kind of how this conversation opens up with Jason. Uh, but the big uh, reason I'm talking to Jason today is because his first solo EP in six years is dropping on December 11th via We Are Triumphant Records. It's called Say I'm What You Want, and you can pre-save and pre-order that right now if you wish. So let's go ahead and get to my conversation with Jason Lancaster from the line of a Best Buy store. <laughs> great how about you dude i can't complain i am uh, currently sitting in a best buy line um <laughs> to, uh, pick up my uh, my computer fell off of my car the other day believe it or not what and uh, oh my god uh, dude, yeah what the hell it's, happened it's, dude so um 
I was meeting with a buddy of mine and we had to like sign some contracts and stuff like that. And, um, I, I put them in my computer and set them on the, on the, the bed of my truck and then didn't think anything else about it and just drove off. And then the next thing I knew, I saw like papers and stuff flying off of the back of my truck. And I looked back and my, just as my computer slid off the back and the car behind me ran it over. And I was like, well, that's, that's kind of what I get. Damn. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, it had to have been like an, a very important computer, right? Like your work computer. Yeah, absolutely. Like so the like, only computer. So like everything on there. Yeah. So 100% of everything. Did you have anything backed up? Like, yeah, on... luckily, I, I use time machine pretty regularly. So oh, like, okay. I, didn't, I, didn't lose, I literally lost nothing. Um, and, and to, to max credit, which is why I'm buying another Mac currently. Um, I can still plug in, uh, it, it still turns on and powers up and I can plug in an external screen and it works fine. Really? Um, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just worried that it won't happen like that for much longer. So I was like, better go ahead and replace that thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And I mean, w- with the amount of money it would take to like repair it, you could just buy something new. You know. Exactly. I, I so. priced it out and it's like with all the Black Friday deals, it's like a $200 difference. Wow. So I was like, okay, so okay. I'll, I'll go ahead and swing by Best Buy. <laughs> okay. That's, that's not bad. That's, that's really a pretty, pretty decent deal. Um, Dude, I'm but I mean, if like you're in the middle of this, um, I mean, I don't want to like, that's important, you know? <laughs> Oh, you, you're good. The line's pretty long. I, I think it? we should. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. You got the kids with you? I do. Got, can you hear them? I can hear them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How old are your kids? Two, four, and six, dude. I'm, I'm like, like oh dad power now. You are uh, dad power. <laughs> if, if you want this to be a little bit less dad and more like, like Jason Lancaster tour guy, we can totally do this in, in a couple of hours whenever I'm at home and there's not like video games and children in the background and that's fine no. with me. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, I'm a dad myself. I don't have three kids, but I mean, I totally get it, you know? Uh, so, so you're all good. Um, so I, you know, I learned something new, um, about you today. Um, I was, I was talking to my friend, Justin Conant, and I don't know if that name rings yeah, a bell. Okay. Yeah. I was talking to him today and he was like, um, I, I was, t- um, telling him that, you know, I was going to be talking to you today for the podcast and he's like, Oh, it's like, it's like, I don't have any questions for him, but I, um, I tell him I miss talking to him and, uh, I hope he's doing well. I, so I didn't know you, you work for like a, a screen printing company. Yeah. Yeah. I met Justin when he was still touring with a red jumpsuit and, yeah. and uh, it was like right after I stopped touring and, and, uh, he and I worked together to get, uh, get red jumpsuit, some, some like t-shirt designs and stuff. Dude, that's cool. Yeah. I, I Justin a lot. He he left his truck in, in my parking lot for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He was so, driving down to leave for tour and he called me on the way down. And he's like, hey, I just got pulled over and I don't have like a license plate apparently. So I can't drive this thing. Can I get it towed to your to your uh, your parking lot? And I was like, yeah, dude, come on, man. <laughs> it was there for like three months. <laughs> three months. Oh my yeah, gosh! Wow. Well, that's it's funny. He didn't actually. I'm surprised he actually didn't share that story with me. Um, Justin and I are, are are pretty good friends. I I I met him on a red jumpsuit tour and spent like three weeks with him. And uh, you know, we both were like, "You like pop punk? 
I like pop punk. Oh, and we just like just started, you know, started That's talking. Awful. Yeah, and just hit it and off. Jeff's like a pop punk king too. Like, he is. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Like he's he's uh, it's like the, he's like the biggest newfound glory fan I've ever met. Yeah. Honestly, so. Um, but it was, it was just cool to, you know, to hear about that, that story and that connection. But, uh, but yeah, I didn't know the truck truck story. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so are you still, you're probably not still working with that company at all. I imagine. No, no, no. I'm a, I'm a worship pastor for uh, Southwest Baptist Church in Bainbridge, Georgia right now. I, I had heard that you were a pastor, but I, I wasn't sure if you were still doing that or not. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, man. Um, dude, I, I love being a pastor. I, I love the, the calling. I, you know, I, I love being a part of it. Hang on just a second. Yeah, Sorry. sure. No, you're good. What's that? What are you picking up? Uh, it's a MacBook Pro for, for uh, Jason Lancaster. Right. It's going to be a little bit of a wait. Just hang tight. Okay, like, that's fine. Be backed up. Like, just hang tight. You're good, brother. Thank you. All right. So you hear that? You're in luck. It's going to be a little bit of a wait. <laughs> uh, this, is, <laughs> this is awesome. This is going to go in like the the, uh, the Guinness World Records book for the first <laughs> podcast interview to happen while being in a, a, uh, a line at Best Buy. Like, I think I can make that work. Dude, like, I'm telling you, man, you should you should totally make that your gimmick now. You I know, should. Like, uh, Mary Seinfeld has like riding in cars. Right. Yeah. Like do like sitting in random lines. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just going to be the the thing in the podcast now. Whoever is a guest on the show has to make sure that they're in a line of some kind at like a store and they're doing an interview. <laughs> but they don't even have to have anything to pick up. They just have to go find the longest line they can and sit in it. Well, like a. Uh, like right? a Friday Chick-fil-A line or something. Or like um, going to the DMV or something. Cause yes, those, DMV. The, <laughs> those lines. Right yeah, that that's like a, that could be like a three hour wait or longer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's talk about uh, your, your first solo EP in six years. Say I'm What You Want. It's coming out here in just a couple weeks on December 11th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so, you know, your your first solo record, as you are, it was very piano pop driven, very inspired by your Christian faith and your wife and your child. Um, but now, I mean, six years have gone by. Where are we drawing as- inspirations from for this upcoming release? And I mean, the 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 three songs you've released so far from the EP, it sounds a lot different than the the first solo album. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so I started, uh, like whenever, ever COVID happened, I started like, you know, going like, man, I've got like all this time on my hands. And, um, Greg from, uh, we are triumphant is an awesome guy had been hitting me up for a while. It's like, Hey dude, we, we need to make some music together. We need to do something, you know, we need to do something. And he's a bud. So, you know, I'm just like, when it's time, Greg, when it's time. And he's like, when is it ever going to be more time than right now when you're furloughed and have nothing else to do? Um, so my wife got behind me and she's like, you should do this. You should go and, and like, uh, like really write this record. You know, I had all the time in the world. So it made sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So I go in and uh, I, I start, you know, just writing and recording and trying to like feel out different vibes and things like that. And ultimately what I decided was like, hey, I really want to write like a like a 2006, 2007 pop punk record. You know, like I haven't done that in a really long time. You know, and I'd been going through and doing a lot of the more mature stuff with Go Radio and, um, you know, really trying to, you know, um, you know, find out what go radio is now which is you know a task in itself so i was like it'd be really cool to do something as as just fun as pop punk so that's that's what i went with man and um you know i had a blast just writing it and recording it and um ultimately you know i i thought about it it's like what's like the the drive you know what am i going to be doing here and and what am i i really thinking about the most whenever it comes to like pop punk you know like i was like man i really want this ep to be about like the time with my wife you know before she was my wife and i'm like you know all the all of the, our, our best songs about like missing you so i wrote every single song on that record from the standpoint of just how much i missed my wife while we were on tour you know, like the the entire thing was just like, man, I, it was it was really, really cool to get back in that mindset of just, um, you know, being away and being lonely and, and um, you know, really missing someone because you can't stand to be away from them. It, it was it was a really cool way to reconnect with not only like then, but, you know, it kind of brought me and my wife close together now. Wow. That's great, man. I'm, I'm happy to hear it. it it's had such a, a positive um, influence on, on your marriage. Um, so b- going back to that time when you were on, you know, the road and, and missing your wife and, and going back to the, you know, like the 2000s, what, what were some things that came up in your mind during that time, going back in that time machine? Oh man, it's just, I remember like, uh, this, this one thing, like, um, like the biggest time when I would miss my wife the most or miss, we'll, we'll, we'll say D cause she wasn't my wife at the time. <laughs> but the biggest times when I would, I would miss D the most is like laying in the bunk and it's like three o'clock in the morning. We've just finished talking for, you know, however many hours we were talking and then you've got to hang up and there's like that, that, you know, hour between when you hang up and whenever you, um, you know, have to you know, go to sleep. And it's just like that hour between not being on the phone with her and going to sleep is like the most brutal thing in the world. Cause just like, I just, I want to cuddle and I want a good night kiss. And like, these are all the things that I wish, you know, I were there to do. And it's like, that's some of the, the longest hours in your life will be that bunk hour. Like they're, they're brutal, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I can only imagine, like I've, I've never been in that position myself, but I can only imagine what that must be like being on the road literally almost every day of the year and not being able to spend, you know, time with, with the people you love and want to be close to. Yeah, there's there's an ongoing joke um, about pictures from tours after I met D. You never see one, and you really don't. Like I've I've looked for them. You never see a candid shot of me after I met her that I don't have my phone in my hand, just like texting. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's and like so. So is this pre D or post D? <laughs> oh, no, no, this is this is during D. Like uh, yeah, or during like, D. <laughs> yeah. 
so I met I met B and dude, like immediately, I'm just like all over my phone. Before that, it's it's the you know you've got Instagram and stuff like that, but right, I'm, I'm admittedly the worst social media handler in the world. I just it doesn't bother me to spend months offline, and and that just doesn't do anything to me at all. That's uh, probably a good thing, honestly. You're probably doing a lot better off than most of us <laughs> honestly I'm a lot happier I, it, I tell you that's what i'm uh, saying <laughs> yeah man after i met her it's 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 just always like you know i you i love her you know and i always mm. want to be in touch so I would, I would always be be texting a man like we counted one time and i, I think it was like thirteen thousand texts in in one oh tour or something God. But it, it was crazy man like Wow. It's like a text a mile. Like it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, that that's extremely nuts. Um I want I want to get to something I've always wondered about. Um yeah. and then if I I want to make sure we have time for some fan questions too because I do have some of those for you as well. Some of some of our listeners have questions for you. Um but uh this isn't related to the new record. Um but I I've always wondered, you know, like before Mayday Parade was formed, uh, the the band you were in was called Kid Named Chicago. Yeah. And I live close to Chicago. So how did a band from Florida come up with <laughs> that name, being so oh, far away from Chicago? It's it's from a Misfit song. Um, man, we, we were all like like little punk kids, little grungy punk kids growing up. Um, so, you know, we, we thought we were like, you know, the most hard, like the the most hardcore of all the hardcore punk kids, like that was uh, basically it was just us in like dickies and long black socks, and like that was that was as hardcore as we were going to be in a small town. Um, but yeah, we we thought Kid Named Chicago made us tough and and hard, and it was like paying homage to one of the you know original you know punk bands at the time, and and uh, so KNC that that's where we got our name, and eventually it was just abbreviated down to KNC because no one wants to say, hey, I'm going to see Kid Named Chicago because it's so many syllables. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. But still pretty well. Yeah, it's still kind of a cool name though. <laughs> no, not bad. It reminds me of chicken. Does that remind you of chicken at all? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Maybe not the best acronym there, but <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're <laughs> now that I think about it. Oh, oh my yeah, I know the names we come up with um yeah. when I I know, for example, like the band the first band name that I had when I was in like junior high, we were called the other way. And mm -hmm. some people thought that meant we were gay, which we weren't. <laughs> so there was like that, not that there's anything wrong with that, but there was just like this misconception, you know, like, no, that doesn't, that's not what that means. Okay. <laughs> and my high school bands were called the martyr punks and uh -huh. Treehouse mafia. So I, I feel like you guys might've even had one up on me at that point in time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Treehouse Mafia sounds pretty hardcore, dude. Yeah, we like, were not. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it was Treehouse Mafia. Exactly. <laughs> now, like Backyard Mafia would sound a little more intense, but, you know, that's, like... That sounds like you're going to get in like some, some pretty intense games of like either First Blood or Horseshoes. <laughs> you know, like... Like one of the two. You never or know like, which way it's gonna go. Or like cornhole or bags or whatever. Yeah. People, people we don't call, call it, it bags, man. Uh, you can't you can't say that down here. That's it's worse than cornhole, I think. Is to call it bags. It's Dude, like I don't know. Cornhole sounds pretty raunchy, if you ask yeah, me. Like but, I don't know. 
Well, well, cornhole has one meaning, but bags, man, bags could mean so many things. Well, that's true. You, yeah, good point. <laughs> that really could mean several things. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Okay, you you win that one for sure. <laughs> um, I want to make sure, like I said, we get to some fan questions. Um, yeah, Dallas Whitington. Um, is asking, are there any songs you wish you could perform live that you haven't, or are you, or are there any songs you wish you didn't have to perform? Oh man, dude. I thought that, that was, question. I thought that uh, was good too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that could easily take up the rest of our, our conversation. Um, <laughs> No, I, I think, you know, honestly, for me, um, we had to stop performing for forever, my father, because I, I would get, you know, super teared up whenever we would do that thing. And it became, you know, kind of like a, almost a distraction for, for us as a band and, and I think the audience at some point. So we had to stop playing that song. Um, and uh, there was, let's see, You Hold Your Breath, I'll Hold My Liquor. That was probably to me like the toughest song to play live. Um easily the toughest song to play live for me just because there was like so much like fancy guitar work in it and the the lyrics like the the melody was very counterintuitive over the guitar lines Mm -hmm. so in order to play that and sing it at the same time every time we did it it felt like i was tying my brain in a knot like (laughs) yeah because both with your vocals and your guitar work or piano work or whatever instrument you're playing like it's usually pretty like you go 200 percent on both of them you have to (laughs) yeah i mean so it's like i i can't imagine having to do both you know two things at once and trying to do both of them well so yeah yeah that makes sense um and uh uh, okay, yeah, I guess that actually perfect. That answered that. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> that was actually that actually wasn't right. as probably as hard as you thought, right? On point, man. I'm I'm getting this yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Maya J wants to know what's your favorite and least favorite May Day Parade song. Oh man, uh, my favorite May Day Parade song had to be Black Cat. There Black- you go. Black Cat is, uh, man, I remember whenever we were doing Black Cat in the studio, um, and it's for this reason that this is my favorite song, I was uh, doing the solo for it and uh, just really trying to, like, you know, go as fast as I could because, like, to me at that moment, like, that was, like, turmoil. I literally just needed to play as fast as I could. And uh, (laughs) so we did, like, like, literally, it was just, like, 10 takes back-to-back of me just playing as fast as I could. And so my fingers got very, very tired towards the end of it. And uh, um, there's a, a, a spot, it's, like, Eight eight counts before like the the jealous actor line in the in the guitar solo, um, and it's just you hear it's like and it's literally it sounds like Mario hitting the coins like he's jumping up and he's hitting a coin yeah yeah but my fingers being so tired that they literally just can't play anymore, um, and with the uh, when everything goes on together it just sounded really cool and so like that was to me like that was like the cool part on that record was just like man like. Um, that kind of imperfection made the part really, really fun and 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 neat to me. Um, you know, so it, that was always my favorite. 
It's interesting you bring that up because I feel like there were multiple bands in the scene at that time that ended up kind of emulating Nintendo sounds with their guitars. I feel I'll like that was I feel like that was a thing. I don't know. I don't I don't even know if it was intentional. You know, I don't think I, it was. Like, it just kind of happened. Yeah, I mean like when we were, you know, all raised on Nintendo and maybe we were just so bored that <laughs> that's what came out of it. It's like there's only so much so many hours in the day that you can skateboard and play acoustic guitar about girls. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> or, or they heard Black Cat and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to do that." <laughs> you know. You know what? If, if my fingers dying produced one good song after black cat i'll take it that's that's homage enough man i'm good and i like i like that choice because to me that's like a, a super energetic for the live show too like that yeah, that's a song you can sure. really get into you know like the the couple times that i saw mayday parade like that you know that's a good song to for just everyone yeah. to, to get into there's there's a lot of energy all over that record, man, in like places that you wouldn't necessarily think. Um, there's a I'm sorry. Um, so there's a you know a, a part in in uh, you hold not, not what is it uh, you be the anchor mm-hmm. that just I remember sitting in the in the studio like listening to the the record and like being played back and I remember Zach hitting pause like right before the solo and us just all just losing our minds trying to to figure out what was going on and just like oh no you can't you gotta play this through man you can't stop this um, so Don't man, do that, it. that was intense <laughs> yeah yeah that is intense in those moments because you're like in you're in the moment and all of a sudden boom just stop you're like yeah no. like, everybody's got their eyes <laughs> closed their heads down you know like trying right. to figure everything out like and then boom it's gone <laughs> yeah 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 ex- exactly i i know exactly what you mean um so we let's get to uh one more uh kelly Berger wants to know when are we going to hear a new go radio album hopefully soon um you know me and the go radio guys are always talking always trying to figure out stuff um you know with covid the way covid happened it's really hard to get anybody in a room like even right now like alex just tested covid positive Um, sorry to hear that in order to get like more than one person in a room is extremely hard like we we whenever we did so love um you know we we made plans to do a lot more songs than just that one and then so we 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 came in and we did some recording and um left things unfinished thinking we were coming right back and then and then uh um, you know, ultimately, like, like once we stopped for, for that session, then we had to, uh, um, you know, stop in, in totality because even our, our producer, James Wisner was just like, Hey, I'm not comfortable having people over here right now. You know, like it's, it's a really scary time for him. So, um, you know, we, we just kind of put, put the brakes on it, but as soon as everything's back to normal, you know, like we'll be able to do stuff. So we're down. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what's crazy is that we thought things were bad back then but now they're actually even worse than they were when this whole thing started yeah so it's just like it's nuts <laughs> it's Dude, like it's, it's a nightmare man <laughs> yeah yeah it's it we're all trying to still wrap our heads around it even though we've been in this for like a full year now yeah so but um i mean has, has everyone in, in your family been been okay so far 
Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, like to be completely honest, like COVID isn't something that we're stressing super hard about. You know, like we're all in, we're, we're fortunate enough to be in, in good shape and, you know, everybody's healthy and, and, you know, we, we distance ourselves fairly well from everybody else whenever we've got to, but um, you know, we're of the mindset that, you know, if we get it and that's kind of where God wants us to be at the moment and um, you know, he's going to take care of us and, and we're all going to be okay. You know, we still wear our mask in public and just kind of like, you know, be respectful of everybody else. And I think, I think that's a big thing for us is like, you know, no matter how afraid of it we are, you know, somebody else is afraid of it. We should at least try to be like a little bit respectful of that, you know? Yeah, I feel like that's really what it all comes down to is just being respectful and just respecting that other person that exactly. could actually be susceptible to it a lot more exactly. than you. It, yeah. It, it's like slightly irritating to wear a mask. And after that, you're just like, okay, well, you know, it, it's worth it to be slightly irritated if everyone around me feels safer, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I completely agree don't be, with don't that. Be a jerk. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Are you still waiting in line? Uh, I have actually, they've, they've pulled me up and ahead. Um, and I've, I think there might be an issue with the order. I've got to figure that out. Oh, but dude, well, um, <laughs> that's yeah. Well, goodness. So you're not quite there yet. Not yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out like if you need to go or you don't need to go. Cause I don't want to be that guy that like is, you know, taking oh, up your good. time. I'll no. tell you, we'll, we'll do, uh, we'll do one more question and then, and then I'll run if that's, if that's solid. No, with you, that, man. That's, that's perfectly fine with me. Um, Real quick, um, the first solo release um, that you did featured a cover of Hey Jude. Are there any uh -huh. covers on this new EP? Uh, no, actually. Because I really all, liked all, that cover. They're, they're all, thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, no, everything on the new EP is original and uh, styled after, uh, you know, Tallahassee. Like I've got some, some throwback stuff in there. Like one of the songs called uh, um, If I Die, I Love You. That's a, a head nod to an old band that we used to hang out with all the time called Double O Negative. Um, you know, they're, they're little, little things like that and different lines and different things that kind of pay homage to um, different aspects of my life through that time. Um, so I really wanted to keep it all original and all kind of like in that frame, you know? Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I never like I never would have guessed that's what that song was about because <laughs> that, that was the, that was your latest single that was just released. Yeah, it's it's not what it was about. The the but uh you know it's it's just kind of like a head nod to uh mm -hmm. to Double O and and those guys and um you know where we were at like at that point in my life you know like a lot of the things that were really important to me weren't represented the songs because I had a very um, themed record, you know, so to speak. Right. So I wanted to do what I could in other ways to kind of like give a, give a head nod to the things that, you know, stuck out to me about that timeline, you know? Sure. Sure. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to hear this EP in full. It sounds like it's like full in nostalgia. It is definitely that. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for your time. Considering like the the crappy situation you're in with the whole computer oh, thing, good. so um, so thank you for <laughs> calling me from the Best Buy uh, line. <laughs> My gosh, that yeah, that's that's a first. I had a guy um, call me the other day that was in Target. 
because um, uh-huh. he didn't he didn't realize the interview was taking place at this certain time so he's just like he called me a target and i'm like dude we can just reschedule it's cool <laughs> so i mean so this is the first time that i've actually gone completely through an interview with someone being in a store the whole time well, welcome to uh, to to the new normal, man. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I'm just glad that you were able to back up your stuff, um, you know, on uh, through Time Machine before you had that catastrophe. So, dude, you and me both, man. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the blessings of modern technology. Amen so. to that. <laughs> All right. Well, I will let you go, uh, Jason. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, I hope we can do this again sometime. Dude, absolutely, man. It was, it was great talking to you. Great talking to you as well. I'll, I'll hopefully talk to you soon. All right, brother. Take it All easy. Right. You too. Bye. Bye. He sang, please stay. I gotta say, I never thought I would say that I once interviewed someone while they were in line at Best Buy. That was, that was epic. Thank you, uh, thank you to uh, Jason Lancaster for uh, giving me his busy uh, some of his busy time, and also thank you to Mike of Earshot Media for setting up this interview. Now Jason's second solo uh, release, uh, his uh, it's not a album it's an ep and the three songs i've heard so far are simply amazing you can find them on spotify or wherever it is that you stream music right now but the ep is called say i'm what you want it's dropping december 11th via we are triumphant records and you can pre-save that and pre-order that right now you can go to we are triumphant.com and uh, once you get to wearetriumphant.com, you'll see a link there that says store. And just go ahead and click on that, and it'll bring you to uh, all the different uh, merch that's available on the label. And you'll see Jason's uh, release there, his upcoming release. So that's it for this episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm Jacques Lamore, forever grateful that you tuned into this podcast today. If this was your first time, please go back and find another episode that you like. There's uh, plenty of familiar names in the previous episodes, but there's also names that you're probably not familiar with, and I encourage you to check those out because every artist that I've had on the show is truly an amazing artist, and they have some great music for you to listen to and support and check out. So please do that if you get the chance. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and while you do that drop us a positive rating or review you can buy merch at poppunkpizzapod.com or catch up on previous episodes of the podcast there as well and uh, if you want to submit your music to be played on the podcast or an interview inquiry you can also fill out the form there at poppunkpizzapod.com or just simply shoot me an email at bangerangradio at gmail.com 
with the links to your music, your EPK, your press kit, whatever it is, shoot me as much information about your band as possible to bangerangradio at gmail.com. And you can also reach out to me there if you're interested in sponsoring an episode of Pop Punk and Pizza as well. Currently rolling out a complete sponsorship program. So if you're interested in that, let me know and we can link up and and talk about that. In the meantime, keep uh, track of the podcast on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Pop Punk Pizza Pod. I'll keep you up to date on uh, new episodes dropping, who upcoming guests are going to be and things of that nature. So I, I truly appreciate that. I hope you're staying well and you're staying healthy during all this craziness with COVID and then throwing the holidays into it as well. Just remember that whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, I thoroughly believe in you and I know that you can do it, all right? I'll talk to you next week. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey,